Hi all, I'm Dan Smegbrod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum. Today is Thursday, February 22nd, 2018, and you're watching WGAN-TV Live at 5. Our guests on the program today are Steve Lake, Zillow Photography Team, from the Zillow Photography Team. Hey, Steve. Hey, Dan. Good to see you. And also Allison Light, Zillow Group Senior Product Manager. Hey, Allison, good to see you. Hey, thanks for being on the show today. Uh, our, our topic, uh, Zillow 3D Home, Zillow 3D Home for newbies. So uh, where do you want to begin, Steve? How, how about a demo so that we even know what, what a Zillow 3D Home is? Yeah, sure. So, I'll, uh, so first of all, thanks, Dan, for, for letting us crash your party here. Uh, always exciting. Um, so I'll, I'll start off by saying just a little bit about what Zillow uh 3D home is. Um, and then, yeah, maybe Allison, we could have you do a quick, what does this actually look like? Um, and then we'll dive into all of the details, all of the, the how, the why, the, the what of, of all of it. So, uh, you know, what I'll start off by saying is Zillow 3D home is a, uh, is a product that we just recently launched about a month ago. Um, it is only live in the Phoenix market right now. Um, but we are looking forward to launching it nationally, uh, hopefully later this year. Um, we'll explain what uh, folks uh, in Phoenix can do now and what folks around the country can do now in, as far as testing the product out. Um, there, there is the ability for people around the country to, to test out a large portion of the, of the product right now. Um, so we'll explain all of that as we go along through, uh, through the, the presentation. So. Uh, so yeah, so Allison, do you want to uh, start off doing kind of a quick demo of what taking a, uh, a 3D home tour would actually look like? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, so I'm actually going to push, great, I'm going to push this back a little bit. Um, and Dan, I actually can't hear what you're saying right now. Okay, good. So Allison, we see you now on, on two screens. <laughs> Awesome. We have you in stereo. There we go. Back to Steve. Okay. Um, so as we think about 3D Home and what that means, really the beauty of it is it's a handheld way to do capturing. Uh, it all works on the iPhone and what we're trying to do is to bring 3D homes and 3D tours to the masses so that anyone can capture this content and we can get it on all listings because we think it provides shoppers with an amazing experience really understanding the home. So what it looks like is it's a separate app, it's iOS only. Um, you would download it, bring it up on the App Store, and what you're going to do is actually just take a series of panoramas in the connections. Uh, uh, Allison, I want to I want to stop you. More depth later Allison, on, uh, in the show about uh, what that means, uh, where you should stand, Allison? what it looks like. She can't oh. hear me. Can you hear me, Allison? Uh, toward details. Hey, hang on uh, one sec. Hang on one sec. Oh, um, it says your internet connection is unstable. Hopefully yeah. you guys can still hear me. Uh, I can't hear. Um, uh, for Al Allison, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Okay. So let's jump in first to what the consumer sees. Even before we talk about the app and the demo, I really want to understand what does that Zillow 3D home tour look like for a real estate agent or a prospective buyer who's looking at a Zillow listing. Yeah, great. Let me actually just switch to my computer then. Okay. And then Steve, if you could unmute or mute and then I'll unmute on my. 
All right. Hopefully we should all be good now. Yep. Awesome. Okay, and then I'm going to go ahead and share my screen. We're just going to do this one. All right, let me know when you can see my screen, okay? Uh, we can see your screen now, thank you. Is it showing up? Uh, we, we're looking at a motor Galileo. Okay, yeah. great. Okay, so now, now we can see. This is a 3D home captured through our app. Um, what you'll see is you have the full 360 degree view. Uh, we love starting outside in the front yard. We think it shows a great view of the neighborhood and what the house looks like. And then we have a series of arrows or connections as we call them. So you can actually walk into the house and we try to make this as seamless as possible. So what you'll see here is now we're in the entry and I can start to get a really good idea of the room. Um, I don't have to see every single little corner, but I can actually understand how is this room laid out. Is my Game of Thrones party going to work well in this living room when I invite my five friends over every Sunday? I can go into the hallway and I can see how the uh, rest of the, the kitchen is laid out with the outside. I can go upstairs and travel that way. I can go downstairs and travel to the den. Really what we're trying to create here is a way for shoppers to help answer those questions that they might have about a house on, oh, this third bedroom is in the basement. Is that going to work with my five-year-old kid? Uh, can I see, for example, when I'm making breakfast on Saturday morning, where are kids hanging out in the backyard? Can I see them playing okay? And what we want to create is this beautiful depiction of the home that real estate agents feel great about that they can go and use to market the property itself. So that's an example of a 3D home. That's terrific. So uh, we could see... Um you From here, I'll uh, send it back to Steve to talk about overall what is 3D Home and what does that product look like. Okay, uh, if you could take it off screen sharing um, by pressing the button at the top. Thank you. So, uh, uh, Allison, thank you for the demo. Um, I, I, I think part of what I'm excited about, um, um, tr Steve, I'm so sorry, but I'm trying. There we go. Great. I'm here. <laughs> oh, okay. What, what, what I'm excited about looking at the demo is... Uh, taking a look at a 360-degree um, cylinder. I noticed we didn't go up, we didn't go down. Yep, a cylinder. Right. And the ability to shoot outside and inside, and the quality of what you did looks uh, exceptional. And then I think the part that's really interesting to me is that was all shot with an iPhone. So yeah. why don't you take us through... Uh, Steve, I don't want to mess up your flow. If you want to do your demo of how to do that, or if you want to tee up and get there, that's fine too. Yeah. So would you, would, would you like us to kind of walk through how the process works when you're actually capturing one of these? Um, okay, great. We can, we can do that. So I am going to uh, share my screen and then we're going to have Allison talk you through this. Give me one second. Okay, can you see my screen right now? Yes. Okay, cool. I'm going to actually skip ahead a bunch because um, we're gonna we'll come back to some of the um, the why uh, parts of it, but we're gonna dive right into the how all of this works. Mm -hmm. 
second. Uh, I, I know I'm messing up your flow a little bit, but I, I, I really do feel like for our audience um, uh, that's immersed in this 3D world, for them to see what's the final output look like, show mm -hmm. me how you got there, and then yeah. tell me why this matters. No, totally. Yeah, so so you are, you know the audience, Dan, so we are going to start off with, um, with a little bit of how you capture it. So, uh, Allison, I'll let you take it away. Awesome. If you go ahead and mute, then I'll switch over to mine. Okay. Why don't we just leave it on okay, this Okay, we're going to leave it in uh, Steve's face. So you saw the output. Um, as Dan mentioned, this is all done uh, using an iPhone capture. Um, so to get started, all you need is an iPhone, a photographer profile on Zillow. You can go to zillow.com and create one of those for free at any time. And then go to the App Store and download the 3D Home app, Zillow 3D Home. Looks like the icon you see on the right. We do recommend using some equipment to make your life a little bit easier. This would include a tripod, a rotating head, and then a mount to hold the phone. Here's a great example of one. You just pop it in, um, and then I'll actually do that rotation for you. Um, but let's take a step back and actually think about how do we go through and capture a tour. Um, and we always like to start about the space and making sure that the space shines and shows uh, the best representation of the home itself. So we're going to dive into what it means to make a route or a plan throughout the home. Uh, the way we work is we actually have a pretty sparse set of panoramas that you need to capture and then just the connections between them. And so before you even start a capture, you want to think about what are the rooms in the house and what are the rooms that I want to capture within that house. You can see here on the right that there's a floor plan that outlines uh, where a path might take you. We always recommend starting outside the house. That gives you a beautiful picture of what does the front look like, and then you can literally walk through the front door, get that emotional feeling of actually being there in person and opening it. Um, we then ask you to just take one per room. If it's a big room, take multiple. I'll go into a little bit more detail there in a few minutes. Um, and it doesn't matter what path you take. Just take a panorama in each, in each room and then um, casually walk between uh, room to room. So what you'll see here in this diagram is we went from uh, inside the master bedroom into the water closet and then double backed out into the kitchen, the dining room. And that's totally fine. It doesn't matter what order you do. We work great regardless. What we do recommend um, is to always capture in places where a lot of panoramas might connect. That would be something like a stairwell landing or a hallway. And the reason why we ask uh, people to do that is because we find it's really helpful for navigating the home in the playback experience. So I'm not just jumping from bedroom to bedroom. I actually get the sense of walking through that home. But you don't need to take multiple in the hallway. Just one is fine. So now that you've planned your route, the next step, obviously, is making sure that the scene looks great. This should be a surprise to none of you that you want to make sure to turn on the lights, open the curtains so we're getting as much light through as possible. Um, turning off any fans or TVs, things that might be moving that when we're trying to take that panorama, it would uh, be a little bit splintered in the playback. Uh, opening the interior doors, especially between rooms you want to walk through, is important. So that way you're not fumbling with doors as you're walking with your phone. And then moving things out of the way of your capture path. When you're walking from panorama to panorama, you can walk around things. You can, again, go anywhere. It'll totally work magical. This is more for your own ease of access. 
So we planned our route. We decided we're going to start in the entry in the front yard. We're going to go into the living room, into the kitchen, take some in the bedroom. Now let's actually get started and go and do it. So here you'll see a screenshot of the app, as we showed before. The first step is to hit Create 3D Home. You can give it a name. Right now, this name is uh, just for you to help remember what property you are at when you're sending this to your agent afterwards. From there, what you're going to do is actually take a set of panoramas and the connections between them. Those panoramas are what are actually shown in that playback, and the connections get magically transformed into these arrows. As you're walking, we're able to understand the layout of the house and automatically put these arrows in for you. Do you want to talk briefly about like what actually taking one of those panoramas is as far as, you know, you standing and holding your, your iPhone and spinning around in a circle? Yeah, if you actually go two slides forward. So uh, I'm going to do an example standing up of what that might look like. Okay, um, we're going to have to switch the mics, otherwise they're not going to, yep, thank you, sorry. Great, and then Steve, oh, I think you can see me fine here. Yes. Wonderful, so what that actually looks like, I have the app open here, and I'm just going to hold the phone straight up and down. You don't want to tilt it down or tilt it this way, just keep it really straight. Um, and this is going to make sure we have the maximum field of view. You're going to keep your feet in place, and as you're going, you're just going to slowly rotate over your right shoulder. We recommend about 40 seconds, where you're just going to go and do that panorama capture. And I want to say that it's actually taking video? It is actually taking video. That's correct. So therefore, I don't need to stop every um, 30, 40 degrees. I can just simply keep rotating. That's right. Yep, you just keep rotating through. You don't have to worry about hitting specific points. As long as you're moving over your right shoulder, um, you will be finished and have the name of your panorama. Yeah, and then I, I believe the piece that we couldn't see is that while you're rotating, if you're tilting it up or tilting it down, you're prompted that you need to get back in the middle as you're rotating. Yes, so, okay. So here is what it looks like in the starting state, trying to help you center it in the middle. Once it is, once it's good, it's green. This is gonna be like the hardest challenge in the world for me to do it <laughs> in reverse. Um, but, so you line it up, and then it's gonna give you all this feedback, like here, if you're too tilted, it'll turn red for you. I don't think you can see that super well. Maybe we can do this. Yeah, I, I think you could probably talk through this piece. I know it's hard to hold up to the camera, um, but <laughs> I, I, I know that, that when, when I tried it, if, if I was tilted up or I was tilted down, I recall if I was going too fast, that I'm just watching the screen and it's prompting me to tell me um, how to correct what I'm doing as I'm doing it. Yeah, definitely. We try to give you all of that feedback as soon as possible. So, you know, if you're going too fast, we'll also warn you to slow down. Um, to make sure that at the end, when you leave the home, you have the highest quality panoramas. Uh, uh, great. And uh, um, did you want to talk about the accessories to um, enhance the capture? Yeah, so the accessories that we recommend are that, let me go ahead and skip here. The accessories that we would recommend um, are that rotating head, um, the phone and the mount, 
And what that's going to do, so you saw me actually going manually moving my body, making sure to hold the phone straight up and down. Um, to make that easier and to reduce the workload on you, that's where something like the rotating head would come up. You can just pop your phone in there, you hit the start capturing button, and then you would start actually rotating the phone. So it's gonna do that rotation for you. You can either walk around the tripod or go around the corner while that happens. Okay. Um, and, and, I, I, and I have a demo of that. So uh, if you just give me a sec. Oh, great. So I'm gonna hit take panorama. said tap to record. I'm going to turn on my rotator. Exactly. You'll see there that it's just going to rotate it around and then you don't have to actually move your body around. So it's going to be the fastest and the easiest way to go and do those panoramas. So I, I liked about this that I, uh, Um, so it may not actually complete. Actually, we're, we're having a successful demo here. You can, if you can see on the screen, it's actually completing it. Um, so uh, uh, since all of us who, who are professional photographers have a tripod, um, we're really talking about um, buying one other, two, two other devices, I guess you would say. One is what, a, an $80 rotator, something like that? Mm -hmm. And you, you were kind enough to send me this one, Steve, so thank you. Um, it's, it's just one example that, that you're looking at. This, this one happens to be called the, old, uh, the uh, Black Bolt O-Bolt Mini Panning Head. Yeah, and Dan, we're we're in the process right now of doing a, a lot of testing on a variety of different rotating mm -hmm. heads. What we'd, what we'd like to be able to do is once we finish that testing, hopefully in the next few weeks here, um, is reach back out to you and all your audience with some recommendations for what are the, the rotating head options that work best with our app. Um, so, you know, we're creating the kind of most seamless experience for, yeah. for everybody. So. I, I think that's great. I, and the, the point is Zillow 3D Home is in test. It's in one market. And mm -hmm. part of that is you're evaluating what are the diff, what's the different gear that's going to produce the most successful result. Um, I, I would just say on this, on this particular uh, rotator that I did need to have another accessory and that was something to hold the phone and connect to the rotator. Mm -hmm. So th that's actually two separate devices there. Um, do you, do you want to take us through your, uh, I think this is probably the point to say, okay, we've, we've looked at what the, the um, Zillow 3D uh, home looks like. We've looked at how to capture it. And now I think there's a lot of backstory about why you would want to do this. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. So we've done, gone through the capture process. Now we'll talk a little bit about why uh, you would want to do this in the first place. And then, you know, I think after that, we could transition to talking about once you've captured it, how do you actually get it on Zillow, which is a, which is a separate process. But bear with me for a second, because I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go back to the beginning. 
this could take a couple seconds here. I'm sure there's a better way to do this than what I'm doing. I think that's what Allison is trying to whisper to me. Let's use left arrow. Uh, that would be better, wouldn't it? Okay. Okay, cool. So I'm actually gonna start uh, way, way at the beginning, right? And talk a little bit about why immersive experiences like 3D matter. Um, and I'm probably, knowing your audience, Dan, I know that I'm preaching to the choir a little bit here um, because everybody that's on We Get Around is really into all things 360 and 3D and all of that. Yeah, that's fine. We, 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 we still wanna know what Zillow is telling everyone, <laughs> even if we already think we know the answers. So, yeah. um, because some things might surprise us as you go through your deck. Totally. And somewhere in between, uh, you know, all the answers that you think you know and all the answers that we think we know is probably the truth. So we'll help, we'll help triangulate that here. Um, so, so here I've just got a bunch of stats, really. Um, a lot of this is around millennials and home buying, right? We've all heard a lot about this. 35% um, uh, of, of home buyers are millennials right now. That's the largest segment. Um, and those millennials are, uh, over-indexing on shopping via mobile, right? Uh, probably no surprise here. A lot of people are using uh, apps like Zillow to, to find their homes. Um, this third stat over here, I think is pretty hilarious and a little bit depressing that millennials engage smartphones more than other humans. 39% of millennials engage their smartphones more than partners, parents, friends, children, or coworkers, right? Uh, a little bit of a sign of the times there. But the reason why I show all of these stats, number one is, we know that millennials are super interested in these immersive technology experiences, right? They really want to be able to get as much of the full story from their device as possible, um, as opposed to, you know, the old way of doing business, which was uh, much more uh, interactive from a, you know, human to human and in-person uh, perspective. Um, the other part of it is, you know, seeing these, these numbers, 35% of millennial, uh, home buyers are millennials, 58% shop on, uh, for homes on their mobile device. You know, knowing where 3D is today, we see that there is a huge opportunity to, um, to democratize or bring it to the masses, as Allison was referring uh, to it before, uh, for 3D. 3D still at this point kind of remains uh, a niche that, you know, we see for the most part, not entirely for, you know, $750,000, million dollar plus listings. Um, and we, we think that it's really important that we're bringing 3D to price points that are below that um, and, to, uh, and to areas where 3D does not exist today. Um, so that's why we're doing this. That's why we brought this solution to, to iPhone. Um, and and that's, that's a little bit of the, of the why. Um, some more, uh, some more on em embracing immersive experiences. Real estate commissions are $52 billion industry um, and the ability to showcase homes in an immersive and a unique way um, is where the industry is going. It's, it's common sense, especially for people that are, um, that are buying not local to where they are, right? Millennials more and more involved in these transactions are expecting this service to be made available to them. So with that kind of backstory in place, let me talk a little bit more about 3D Home, what it is, why we think it's valuable to, to photographers and to agents and to consumers. 
Um, so we've already talked a little bit about this. What is 3D Home, right? That's a good place to start. Uh, you know a lot of this already. It's an immersive virtual tour um, offering buyers a more realistic sense of the listing. It's captured with the new Zillow 3D Home app on your iPhone. It is available exclusively on Zillow and Trulia, but you do have the ability to share and embed the tours on your own or your agent's website. So we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, towards the end. Um, completely free, no device or storage cost, right? All you have to do is uh, download the app. There is no other cost associated to it for the capturer. So there are I just, if I could just pick up on that point, I think the yeah, interesting sure. thing is you've designed a platform that doesn't cost, uh, you don't need any gear. There's mm -hmm. no processing charge. There's no hosting charge. It's mm -hmm. totally free, assuming you want to do the handheld rotation. And that said, if you simply want to, as a professional photographer, help automate the workflow be a little bit easier, then for less than a hundred bucks, you're going to end up with a rotator and something to hold your iPhone and you're in business. Right. And why we did all these things is, is the point that I was hitting on before, right? We, you know, we, we think that there is a huge opportunity to bring 3D home to listings that do not have it today. We want a 3D home on every home. Um, and we know that in order to do that, um, we need to make it as, as, easy and as uh, affordable as, pro uh, as possible. So continuing on here, Zillow 3D Home, three simple components. You already saw the first part of it, uh, which is what Allison demoed a few moments ago, the 3D Home app. This is where you capture the individual panoramas as well as the connections between those panoramas. Um, once you do that, you will upload your, your capture and it will go off to the cloud, the mysterious force that is the cloud. Um, and we, we behind the scenes, basically, once you upload it, are creating the 3D home. And what that means um, is that we are stitching everything that you captured together to form one kind of fluid tour, uh, like the example that Allison showed before. Um, and then once we've done that whole creation process, you will be notified and be able to edit and publish it in the dashboard. Um, and that is where you'll be able to associate a tour with a listing on Zillow. You'll be able to allow your, uh, your agent to take a look at the tour. Um, you'll be allowed to, uh, to publish it, to share it, uh, to grab embed codes, all that stuff. We'll talk more about that later. So a little bit about the why now. I promise to talk about the why. Why is 3D Home important to your agents? Uh, you know, number one, and for those of you who are familiar with video walkthrough stuff that we've done in the past, uh, this will sound familiar, all listings with 3D Home get sorted to the top of Zillow search results. Um, that is a huge way for you photographers to drive value for your agents, right? Your agents are going to be able to deliver more views, more saves to their seller clients, and it's going to improve their listing presentation, right? If I'm an agent and I am trying to win a seller client, I can go in and say, I am not only am I going to get your uh, you're listing on Zillow, but I'm going to get it to the top of Zillow. Uh, number two, uh, another benefit along those same lines, Zillow notifies hundreds of potential buyers via email when your 3D home tour is published, right? So anybody that's got like a saved search, anything like that, will receive a notification when the 3D home tour is published. That's great visibility. Um, number three, this is a way to give uh, agents the first, uh, or sorry, for agents to give their sellers the first class treatment regardless of price point. So 
going back to what I talked about before, right? A 3D home on every uh, listing, regardless of price. Uh, and like I said before, it helps listing agents win new clients, right? Which is the most important thing to, to listing agents, even more so than uh, selling the, the listing they got now. They want to find the next one. So talking more about that, 3D Home helps your agent win their listing presentation. Uh, like I said before, listings with 3D Home get sorted to the top of Zillow results, more views, more saves. Uh, this is an ability for agents to impress their sellers with marketing that is usually reserved for million dollar listings. Um, and it's a chance for them to stand out from the crowd, show sellers how they go above and beyond compared to other agents uh, to help sell your listing. So a little bit more about the visibility, how consumers actually find a 3D home tour. Um, so you'll be able to find it both in search results and on what we call the home details page, which is also known as the listings page. Um, but you can see it's fairly front and center, right? We wanted to make it a, uh, a big part of the Zillow listing experience. Okay, so big question, why are we talking about, uh, why are we talking with photographers today? Anybody's able to capture a 3D home, right? Uh, we've talked all about bringing this to the masses and making it more affordable. So couldn't an agent or a, a home seller just do this themselves? Um, while that is technically true, what we found is 48% of agents surveyed are actually looking for a professional photographer to capture their 3D home. Um, you know, this is a, this is a quick, quick and easy process, but at the same time, um, it, it is more involved than we think most agents are willing to go uh, in order to, uh, to capture, right? We estimate that a 2,000 to 3,000 square foot home is going to take around 30 minutes once you get good at the app. Um, in order to do the capture. Um, and realistically, we don't know that agents are going to be willing to do that. Um, you know, the other part of this is we know from having relationships with photographers and real estate agents, photographers can do this better, right? You guys are the pros. You guys are really going to think through what that route plan is, and you're going to do a better job with capture. So that's why we're here talking with photographers today. So then more about photographers. Why is 3D Home an opportunity for photographers? Number one, it is totally free, no camera costs, no storage costs. You can, like we talked about before, get a rotating head, uh, a mount, all of that stuff, but it's still quite affordable. Only takes 30 minutes to capture and publish a 3,000 square foot home, which means it's an opportunity to grow your business. So now you can offer 3D tours for more of your listings. You know, an agent that has a 250,000 square foot uh, home, uh, or sorry, <laughs> that'd be a very big home, $250,000 listing uh, may not want a 3D tour today, but being able to offer the 3D home tour, uh, that may be a more affordable uh, option for them. It's a great way to deliver value to your agents, get their listings sorted to the top of Zillow. Um, it's also an opportunity for new leads, right? We told you before, 48% of agents are looking for a photographer to capture these. Uh, Zillow will actually connect you to agents looking for 3D home photographers if you, if you get trained up on this. Um, and last but not least, offer your agents a high quality 3D product for a low price. And that is, this is the same kind of tour that we, we showed before, um, so I can, hit play and walk through this again. Um, but that's kind of the, the basics on why we think this is valuable both to agents and photographers. Um, Dan, do you have any questions on that or should we jump into a little bit of the, the upload and the publishing process? 
Um, I know that I did have some questions on upload and publishing and a, a couple on capture. I'll hold those questions. Uh, okay. I'm really curious on the 48% statistic. Do yeah. you have a, a source for that? Yeah, so we, we actually went out and did surveys. Um, I can't remember if they were just in the Phoenix market or national. I believe they were just in the Phoenix market. Sure. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah so we went out and did, and did surveys of, of agents and asked them who do they want to do this. Um, photographers at 48% was the number one option themselves was, uh, as in the agent themselves was behind photographers. For, for um, we, we would love to publish a little bit more detail in the, we get around network forum on that particular study, if it's available, um, that's a watershed number for all of us as 3d tour <laughs> sure. photographers to know that half the people that we're talking to, uh, are already seeking a photographer to, to shoot. And mm -hmm. I think that's an important distinction to understand that uh, Zillow 3D um, uh, Home is, 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 is not a competitor uh, to us as professional 3D tour photographers. It actually complements what we're doing um, because we already know how to, to shoot. Our ability to pick up the technology is easy. Yeah. Um, we're watching, a, you, know, a, a, you know, this is what it looks like. This is how you capture it. Uh, we all get it. Mm -hmm. um, but all the other things that you have to say, very, very important to help understand. And, you know, I, I, th I think while your video is playing, the thing that I would interject for, for our audience, Steve, um, mm -hmm. Allison, is that I, I could imagine that some of us might look at what you're doing and say, oh, my gosh, it's eight years old. It's, a, it's an iPhone. It's a rotator, you know. Um, but the way I look at it, it's, it's not about me. It's about what the agent and broker wants. And if they want a 3D tour and it's good enough for them, then it shouldn't be up to me to say in any way, in any disparaging way, that I got something better. I really need to focus on what is this agent, what does this broker want? And if they're asking for Zillow 3D home, then that's the answer. Um, I could imagine that some of us might have some concern that say, well, we're already shooting 3D tours. Why don't you let us use our existing 3D tour? Maybe we'd come back to that towards the end in a question and answer session. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I, I would say, you know, to our audience, to the We Get Around Network forum community, that this is the rule. If you want to have a 3D tour on Zillow, this is what it's going to be. End of story. And if you want to be on Zillow in order to double the number of people who are looking at your client's content, then you can't fight this just because you bought a way more expensive camera and solution. Uh, frankly, uh, you have an opportunity on um, perhaps low-end listings to be able to introduce this solution to clients. But for every client, I can't even imagine um, when Zillow rolls this out nationwide that every photographer wants this quiver, wants this tool in their toolbox as just something that becomes part of what is essential for every photographer to offer. 
because if the only way you're going to end up on the on the the you know move the listing move the, um, the uh, move up in search for Zillow content and you need to do either a Zillow 3D uh, home uh, or a Zillow video then then do it and frankly it doesn't cost you anything it's going to take time and you can put whatever price on it so i, I just want to interject that because i i think it's easy for yeah. our, our our viewers who who may have invested ten thousand dollars in gear and training equipment blah blah to say yeah. oh well it's a cylinder it's 360 but it's not you know and it's not like you know it doesn't have this this you know whatever else of how we want to describe how we're presently shooting the the, the point is um, this is the rule. If you want a 3D tour on Zillow, then you gotta you gotta use our 3D tour app to do it. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're gonna make it as easy as possible for you to do that. And it's gonna come with um, twice as many more people looking at a Zillow listing uh, as a result of having it. So I just I thought I'd just add that because I think it's very very important for our audience. Uh, you know, to hear that, even to hear that for, for, for me, that this is, um, <clears throat> you know, you, you took me through a presentation about a month ago, and I just felt this is just essential that our audience knows about it. And, <clears throat> excuse me, even though you're not, you're, you're presently still just in Phoenix, all of us can be testing anywhere in the United States using the, the Zillow 3D uh, home app so that we can gain comfort and confidence in how to use it so that the day that it's available in our market, we're ready to go. Yeah, that, that's exactly right, uh, Dan, and th thanks for interjecting with that. The other thing that I'll say is, and, and you, Dan, uh, and everyone else probably knows uh, just as well or, or better than me, that you know existing 3D solutions are on a pretty small uh, uh, percentage of listings that are out there today, right? So. For the for you know the rest the ninety five percent of the rest of the market, you know this is a three D solution that uh, that you can pitch to those agents who weren't responding before. So that's the so that you know like you said another another quiver right. I think that was the, the term. I'm probably mixing metaphors, tool, quiver, whatever it is. But it, <laughs> it, it's you know it's it's yet something else that we can offer our clients, and, and right. frankly. Um, uh, when when Zillow offers this nationwide, or at least offers it in in our each of our own backyards, mm -hmm. um, I just would say this is you, you know you do photos, you do 3D tours. You might have to be doing two kinds of 3D tours. Mm -hmm. You're you're doing video, you're doing aerial, you're offering floor plans. There there's some minimum set of visual storytelling that you must offer, given that Zillow is uh, Zillow and Trulia is the 800. 800 pound gorilla in the space. Um, if the agent wants to win more listings, and this is the solution that's going to help them do that, even on a smaller listing or frankly a bigger listing, doesn't matter. Even if it's a million dollar home, no matter if we've shot a, you know an amazing 3D tour with a different solution, if we want to be on uh, move up in search on Zillow, then this is what we need to be doing. So I just ask uh, our audience to kind of get over it because I know that comes up a lot of, of the, the immediate reaction is, is to kind of compare the, the technology. And it's not about the technology at all. It's about what does the agent want? What does the broker want? They want to get the next listing 
And what is it that you have to offer in order to help them get that next listing? Uh, and you have to decide, are you, you know, are you an artist or a business person? And sometimes you can't be both. And, um, you know, I think of myself as an, as, as, as an artist and, and, but I, I also need to make a living. So I, I need to like balance that to say, okay, uh, it, maybe it's good enough to get the business. And it may be, well, uh, let me let you go on with your presentation. I know you have a lot to cover. So I, I get all wound up on this topic. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good topic to hit though. Yeah. Okay. So let's, um, I'm going to skip ahead again. Um, and we're going to talk about the uploading and the, the publishing and the editing, all of that stuff. So bear with me for one second as we're going a little out of order. Okay. Okay. So I think we, I think we're here. So, well, I'd like to go back just a little bit to the to the do's and the don'ts because ah, I think that yes. was part on the capture that that I had some some challenges with. So, um, um, so holding the phone vertically, um, face yeah. the direction of your next location. So I, it would help me to understand because when when I shot a couple practice runs. Um, is something happening between the time that I walk from one place to another? It is. Um, so I mentioned earlier that really the magic of what we're doing is trying to actually build this view of the house and how all of the panoramas connect without you spending an hour afterwards in editing, making sure each room connects to every other room. We do that automatically for you, and we do that through the use of connections. Mm -hmm. that for, for a moment, could, uh, could, could you, Steve, could you take us off the screen share so we could see Allison? I can actually switch microphones as well. Oh, double, stereo. It, well, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll try it. Um, okay. But if you, could, if you could take us off of, Steve, if you could take us off of your screen share, then Allison will be full screen, and, uh, and we won't see the deck at the moment. Yeah. Awesome. Um, oh, wow. So uh, for the connections, as I was saying, the magic is this is how we understand how all the panoramas actually relate to one another. And so after you capture that panorama, you use the head, it looks great. Forgive me, I'm so sorry. I know this is logistically crazy, but because you've switched to Steve's computer and you're looking at a different screen, it's hard. Yeah, because we, we, we want to see you talking to us. I know that's weird, but I, I, and forgive me for not picking it up, but having two computers side by side and competing with the audio has just created a, just a kerfuffle for us today. So, um, so Allison, as, as a professional photographer, um, when I try to, to, to do something, it's really important for us to understand the process of the capture. Because if you tell me that if I walk from here to here and I put the phone down and that's going to have some impact. Um, if I understand the process, I think I'll, I'll be much more successful as opposed to if you tell me here are the things to do, but I don't understand why to do them. So if you could just take some time, explain the process of, of what we're doing from scan to scan and why we're facing this way and ending here and starting here and doing that, because I didn't follow any of those rules and it caused a lot of problems for me in post. Yeah, definitely. So um, for connections, what we're actually doing is we're tracking the path at which you're walking. Um, so we're saying you're at panel A, you are now walking to panel B, here's how they relate to one another. And the reason why that works, when you go through the connection flow, the first thing you'll see is weight, 
and I point to where you're going next. So if the kitchen is this way, I'm gonna go point this way. This is the way that I'm walking. And what that's saying is it's orienting yourself and where that previous panorama in the living room is in relation to the kitchen panorama that you're walking to. We ask you to stand still for three seconds. What we're doing there is trying to uh, make sure that we have a good starting point at which to track. When you start walking, now we're paying attention to where you're going. And that's why it's really important to hold the phone straight up and down and continue to walk at a leisurely pace. If you bring the phone around, if you put it down in your pocket, we're actually going to lose a lot of that interesting tracking data. And we're not gonna be able to know the path at which you walked into the next panorama. So I, uh, I pointed to my new location, I hit start, I waited for three seconds to uh, calibrate the process, and then I walk holding my phone just normally straight up and down to the new location. As I walk around things, that's okay, as long as your phone is straight up and down, because we can uh, normalize all of those results. And then when you get to the next panorama, it's important that, again, you go the way you are facing, you hit stop, and then we wait again for three seconds, again, to normalize and just make sure, okay, yes, you're actually done. So now what that's doing is we have panorama A, and we know which way B is pointing. We know the path you took to B, and we know panorama B in which way it's pointing. And then we can understand how those two relate. And then at a global scale, we can take in panorama C and D, and then do that connection all across the entire map. So the beauty of connections and why it's important and what you need to do is make sure you're holding your phone straight up and down, that you're walking at a leisurely place, pace, you're not running from pano to pano, you're not putting your phone away, um, and that you're not turning in place when you get there. Because any sort of turn in place, if you say you walk into the kitchen and then you just turn this way and then you stop the connection, throws off how those two panoramas relate to one another. This is so helpful to hear, which now explains why I had trouble in, in the back end that we'll get to because it didn't occur to me that all this magic was happening as I was walking and moving. Uh, so I thank you. I, I think the other piece is uh, you have some, some don'ts on that list. And, and one of those don'ts is, I, I believe, is don't begin or end with a blank wall. Um, can you help, under, help me understand if I, and then I'm, I'm still not sure that if, if, I, if I walk and straight ahead is a blank wall, but I was supposed to keep the phone facing forward, then what? Yeah, so um, when you start or you're, or excuse me, when you start or when you end, we prefer that you don't face a blank wall because it's really hard for a computer to find any sort of interesting bits in a blank wall and connect those bits with the path that you came before. Ah, okay, so that's the stitching piece that's happening. So we have two blank walls and we're trying to stitch them together. The computer doesn't see any common points to kind of know what the glue is to put them together. Yeah, you can think about if you okay, took we, a panorama in a blank room, so there's no furniture, there's no paintings anywhere, uh, and then you're looking at the wall when you start the connection, we don't actually know where in the panorama you are facing when you start that connection because you have three or four blank walls and they all look the same. So when I walk forward and I get to my next shot and I'm facing a blank wall, then it's okay to turn to my next location, wait the three seconds, and begin the rotation. Uh, we would prefer that you actually don't turn in place. As you're walking to the next location, uh, like walk there normally and then just stop the, the, 
the connection from happening. Um, any sort of like dramatic turning in place could ruin it. So I would say as you're walking, walk to the right location for the next panorama and then walk in a natural way to face that and stop the connection. Once you stop the connection, you can then turn to start the panorama at any point. I'm still confused. So, so I've, I've walked to my location. I'm staring at a blank wall. I shouldn't have done that. I should have walked to my location and just gradually turned my body to face the next location. Yeah. So instead of, uh, instead of walking from here, so if you're going from here to here and the blank wall is this way, think about going here. And I guess, you know, like, yes, turning in place a little, a little bit should be fine. Just turn, turn in place, but don't stand still for three seconds and then turn. I want to be turning before I stop and then stop facing the right wall. Correct. Okay. Yep. Now, I think the point of this is all this can be fixed in the back end. But if you follow what Allison is saying, uh, which, I, which I didn't have the benefit of while I was practicing, then you're just creating a ton of more work for you in, in post. Correct. Yeah. And I think I'll, I'll chime in from behind the laptop over here. Um, you know, this is something that, uh, that we found that photographers we've been working with have gotten better at over time, right? Figuring out these kind of intricacies. Um, of, of working with the product. Um, so it takes a few times to get this fully down. It's also another, another reason why we think that photographers are the, uh, are the right audience for this and why you, uh, photographers are going to do such a better job of uh, getting great 3D home tours uh, than agents or consumers. Yeah, I, I think you just nailed it. I mean, that is such a differentiator because um, I, certainly my experience is, is, is uh, I hate to categorize everybody, but you know, agents tend to have a short attention span. Uh, they're, they're good at selling. They're not necessarily good at details that the photography takes. And, um, you know, wow, what an eye opener just that, you know, Allison, for you to take us through that and Steve, for you to add that piece um, because the, the first time an agent tries to do this, to say, oh, well, I don't want to pay you this much. It's so easy. I got an iPhone. I can go do it myself. They're going to have a horrible experience. And as photographers, at least knowing that, um, what the magic is, we don't have to reveal the magic to our clients. We just take advantage of the magic in terms of how we shoot it. And therefore, we're going to have a much better result. And we're going to be able to do it faster, both on the front end and on the back end. So where, where are we up to in your presentation? Actually, I do want to add one more uh, comment on top of that, Dan, which is something you said earlier about, you know, photography and photographers really having an art. And I think that that is a unique value that photographers can bring to 3D Home because there are these like strict rules that need to happen. But at the end of the day, where you stand in the room and how you're actually taking these panoramas and where you're taking the panoramas is an art. And I think that's something that photographers are uniquely equipped and capable of doing. Agreed. Cool. Let me pass it back to Steve. Okay. Okay. Let's go back to screen share. Okay. So, so anyway, you're, you're done capturing now, right? You've done all your panoramas. You've done all your connections. Um, what do you do next? So next is you are going to actually upload the, uh, the 3d home tour. So, for this process, we highly recommend that you're connected to Wi-Fi. Um, you can do it over cellular too, but it'll it'll take a little while and it'll eat, eat up some some data. Um, 
you know, so that is going to upload all of your raw panoramas and connections to the cloud where we are going to do all that stitching behind the scene. Um, you will be clicking a green finish button. Um, and then it's going to take a little while on our back end to do all that stitching together. We will send you an email letting you know that it is ready to review. How long it takes for all that stitching to happen behind the scenes can vary. It depends on uh, how, how many panoramas you shot, among other things, um, how strong the connection is, a lot of, a lot of different things. But after you have, uh, you've received that email letting you know that your uh, 3D home tour is ready to view, you will be able to publish and share the tour. So here is how that all happens. And this is done on desktop, right? So this is in your uh, Zillow account on Zillow.com. You will click on, once you are logged in, manage my 3D homes. Um, and then you'll be able to do a variety of different things. So you'll be able from the editing dashboard to click edit. Um, and that will allow you to move the arrow directions, change the label names on the arrows. Um, the kind of real basic kind of stuff. Um, you, after you've done all of that and you're done editing, you will be able to associate the tour with a listing address, which you can see at the bottom of that screenshot over there. So that is when you're actually taking the raw tour, um, or the finalized tour, I should say, and attaching it to a listing on Zillow. So, uh, so that we know where to put the tour on our website. Um, so, and just from a safety standpoint, uh, yep. I, I'm in, I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. I tried using my own home address. Yep. Um, I'm presuming that it didn't attach the address because this is a market that doesn't presently have Zillow 3D home. That you beat me to the punch, Dan. And, so, and I still, and I'm going to ask the follow-up question. At, yeah. at the point that our house is for sale, mm -hmm. do I have that tour live or I need to make sure somehow, some way I've deleted it because it's only a little test demo, et cetera? Yeah, great question. So... Two answers there, uh, or two questions and two answers there. Number one, you are correct. The only place that you can actually associate and publish a listing right now is in, uh, is in the Phoenix metro area. Uh, for everybody else around the country, you can do this entire process right up until that uh, associating uh, step, because you will not be able to publish outside of Phoenix. That is the functionality that will be coming later this year. Um, once you... Uh, once you actually are able to publish a 3D home tour, uh, it will only show up on, uh, on active listings. Uh, it actually shows up on all listings. Ah, okay, I was looking at Allison to correct me. So, so yeah, as, so basically if you, if you hit publish, it's going live on that listing regardless of whether or not it's on the market or off the market. Does that answer your question, Dan? Yes, um, but just for clarification, uh, for all of us that do tests, when we're done testing, we probably want to delete it if we don't want it to show up in a, in a listing at some point. Or you could leave it in this kind of unpublished state um, that you see on the, on the screen over Once here. Once we publish, can we unpublish? Yes, you can from the same uh, screen. So if you actually look at the, uh, the top, there's two different 3D home tours in that mm -hmm. screenshot that you see. Um, if you look at the first one, there's a gray unpublished button. So that's exactly how you would go about taking down a 3D home tour. So as a photographer, I'm in control of the content that, that I shot. And even though I've, I've published it to Zillow, if for some reason my client doesn't pay, I could go unpublish it until I get paid. 
That is correct. You are okay. in control of that. Okay, thank you. Okay. We'll jump ahead to the, uh, the next slide and you'll see that there also is on this screen the ability to share um, your 3D home tour. And there are two different options here for how you could do that. One option is by just taking a link uh, and sharing it with somebody. And the other one is an embed code. And this embed code works similar to YouTube or, or Vimeo, right? You just copy that code and put it on your own website um, or your agent's website. And they, this tour will, uh, will show up on that website in a, in a Zillow player. Um, you also have the option to give someone else the permission to manage this 3D home. So if you want to give your agent the ability to, um, to edit and to choose whether to publish um, and, and associate, you can do that too. You do not have to though. Great. And here's a little bit more information on how that does. Basically, if you click on that, give someone else permission link, it will ask you to add, a, uh, add an email address, uh, regardless of whether or not they have a Zillow account, um, and you will be able to add them. So that's the end of our spiel. Um, so the key kind of takeaways, Right. All you need is an iPhone and the Zillow 3D app to get started. You could just jump into the uh, into the iTunes store um, and and type in Zillow 3D home app to get started. Fast, easy to use, totally free. Um, and like I said, for photographers, a great way to grow your business and provide more visibility for your agents listings. Um, I'll touch on some frequently asked questions and then Dan, I'm sure you and the crew have some questions as well. No sound on the 3D, uh, 3D tours, um, completely silent. Uh, they can be viewed at their own pace, so you're clicking through them. Um, is this available on Android? We get that question a lot. No, right now it's only available for iPhone. Um, and lastly, how, how much do I charge for a 3D home tour? And we leave this uh, kind of completely up to you, right? We know that most photographers uh, charge based on how long uh, something takes, right, num amount of time. Um, we, like, like we said, when you get good at 3D home for a 2,000 to 3,000 square foot home, usually takes about 30 minutes to, to capture. Um, and then obviously all the behind the scenes stuff happens um, on our end. So, uh, but we leave kind of the pricing up to you, the photographer. And if you have any more specific questions about 3D Home, uh, as a photographer, feel free to reach out to this email address um, and uh, someone on our team will get back to you quick. But uh, with that, Dan, if you have any more questions. Yes, uh, Steve, if you could take us off of uh, screen share, it's the button up at the top. Sure thing. Great, thank you. Um, and um, I know we have some uh, members of the We Get Around Network forum in our virtual studio audience. So if you all either would like to be join us on the video, um, please just uh, uh, tap out a note to me in chat. Or if you have a question, feel free to um, ask a question, then I'll relay it back to, to Steve. Um, uh, do I need to be, uh, first of all, tell us about the Zillow Certified Photographer Program mm -hmm. and and in that discussion, do I need to be a Zillow certified photographer in order to submit content? And then I'm going to ask you maybe to move someplace else so we get the lighting. It's just a little. <laughs> we're, we're, you're you're talking know. to photographers, and we're we're all having a heart attack in terms of how you're. I know, you're right? So uh, if you just move away from that light source, you'll you'll be great. Thank you. Uh, yeah, let me swing around to the to the other okay. side here. Okay, don't don't give us the Blair Witch uh, experience though either. There. Okay, great. Yeah. 
Oh, thank you. Somewhere in between. Yeah. That- um, so I'm going to, I'm going to walk and talk with you uh, a little bit, Dan. Okay. So the Zillow certified photographer program is, uh, Oh, we just lost the room. I love it. That's what just yeah, happened. We're, we're, we're doing this in real time with you, Dan. Hold on one second. Oh, so well, give us the tour. Where are we? What city are we in? We're, we're right now in one of the interview rooms. Um, so, so this is bringing back some memories for, for me. Okay. Uh, well, uh, I, you know, my, my guess is this job you have, you, you don't have to be a, a Harvard MBA to get it. So it couldn't have been too hard to have been a Harvard <laughs> MBA uh, sitting across the table from me doing an interview here. So. They, they give those things out these days, Dan. Um, yeah, I don't, so, I, I, so yeah, I, Zillow I, certified. I, I don't think so. So I, I, I know, <laughs> so, I know, I'm I'm talking to somebody who's who's like uh, uh, the the next president of Zillow. So I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm thrilled that we that we knew uh, you when. Okay, well, 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 thank you for that. I think you're the only one that believes that, Dan. Okay, uh-huh. Allison believes it, isn't that right, Allison? <laughs> it's true. It's true. Good. You're, now true. you're ganging up on me. Uh, All right. So t- tell us about the Zillow Certified Photographer Program and, and do I need to be certified in order to do this? So no, you do not need to be certified in order to do this. Um, anybody is, is eligible to take a 3D home tour. Um, there will be come, a, a, come a, a point in time where it's actually the flip side, where you're going to need to be trained on 3D home in order to become a Zillow Certified Photographer, right? Once we get that kind of rolled out nationwide. So what is the Zillow Certified Photographer Program, right? We, between 3D Home, our video walkthrough, um, we have a a bunch of different media products at at Zillow and we want to get photographers trained on all of those. Um, And in general, right, we want all of the the most content and the best content from photographers to be showing up on Zillow. So that's why we created this Zillow Certified Photographer Program. And the idea behind it is, you know, we can provide value to real estate photographers in exchange for them providing that, you know, that high res um, content as well as that Zillow content to us, right? So joining the Zillow Certified Photographer Network is going to get you a variety of, uh, of different benefits, including, you know, the Zillow Certified Badge, profile on Zillow.com in our photographer directory, um, exclusive discounts on a variety of gear, uh, photo editing services, things, things like that. Um, and probably most importantly, uh, visibility to agents, right? We're, uh, we've got our photography boost program, um, which is advertising to, to real estate agents on the Zillow website. And we have a variety of other things kind of in the works right now um, to try and get uh, real estate photographers more exposure to potential clients, which are real estate agents. So. Um, so that's the kind of background behind the Zillow Photographer Program. Um, the, if, if anybody that is listening to this has more questions on that or is interested in joining, they could uh, email us at zphoto at zillow.com um, and we will, we will get them started and answer all their questions. Yeah, and, and, and in fact, you could get started even without that. You just simply download the Zillow 3D Home app. Mm-hmm. Um, you set up a photographer profile on Zillow, um, mm-hmm. and you're and you're good to go. So that anyone anywhere in the United States can be testing this now, even though it's only available in Phoenix. Um, I'm gonna guess it probably. I would say it probably would take me three homes to feel like I've mastered the process. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's any quicker than that, or take longer than that? 
I think that's right, right? So for, for folks that are really interested in getting up and running with that, you know, I think the, you know, getting a head start now is a great way to be ready when it comes to, comes to your market. So um, can I get, can I qualify for being certified by submitting a, a number of test homes? Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. No. So, uh, so if you are interested in being in the Zillow Certified Photographer Program, um, basically what you'll need to do is, uh, is talk to someone on our, our team and get trained in video walkthrough and 3D home, um, you know, go through a quality check process and shoot a few of these things to make sure you've got the hang of it. Okay, so I w would imagine, because I, uh, forgive me, but I think I'm Zillow certified photographer um, from doing the videos. I don't even remember. Yep. Forg forgive me. Um, that soon in order to, to be a new Zillow certified photographer, you'll need to be able to have done at least three houses that are both Zillow video and Zillow 3D home? Regardless of kind of the number, Dan, um, the most important thing uh, to be a Zillow certified photographer is that you will have to be up to date on your training. So you will have to be, you know, trained on video walkthrough, you will have to be trained on 3D home, um, and you will have to be, you know, past, past that minimum quality bar, which, you know, for most real estate photographers that we're working with isn't a problem because they uh, they put the, the time and effort into this stuff. Yeah, got it. The, the, the one thing I didn't get a chance to, to see, I, I know that when I was doing my, my post-production that um, uh, I, I, could, I could change the names of the rooms. Mm -hmm. I could add arrows. Mm -hmm. What else can I do in, in post? Yeah, so the other things that you can do in post uh, involve setting the default panel. Uh, the I'm sorry, Allison. We want to see you, but we can't. We can't so see you because your mic's off. It actually goes. The camera will go back and forth between who's speaking, and so on. For those of, that are watching on the WGAN TV, that works. But for those of us that are that are watching on WGAN TV YouTube channel. They, uh, they can't see you because of, anyway. <laughs> we'll figure this out eventually. We, we, yeah, but I, yeah I, okay. So uh, I forgot my question. So your question is what editing <laughs> functionality exists? Um, so you can, uh, as you mentioned, you can rename a panorama. Um, you can also change it to a different floor. So say as you were going through the capture process, you forgot to change floors. You can add it to a new floor, make new floors. You can set the default panorama for the floor. And what that means is when you're using the drop down in the playback, what's the first thing that loads for the viewer? Um, as well as when you click on from the home details page into 3D Home, what's the first panorama that you really want people to look at? Um, and that's what you can do in the editor today. You can also delete a panorama if you're not happy with the results. And um, I don't believe I could annotate in any way. Was that something that's coming or can you talk about the future of the direction of Zillow 3D Home? Yeah, so you cannot annotate today. It is something that we think is really interesting uh, and it's in our backlog, but we don't have a timeline to share. Okay, and was there anything else that, that I could do? It right now, it's really limited to that um, being able to edit the connections, being able to edit the panorama details, so that label, what floor it's on, and what's the default. 
Um, and that's all the functionality that exists today. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I think I got pretty lost be because I was probably between uh, answering the phone, checking my computer and everything else while I was doing my test that it's like, I just messed up the magic of, of what you're doing, tracking me walking from spot to spot and turning. So uh, should I have been able to fix in post that I, my arrows were in the wrong place? Yes, yep, so you can uh, add any arrows that we might have missed. You can edit arrows that we put there automatically, or you can also delete ones, whether they are manually or automatically added. Our goal uh, is always to improve these connections, so you never have to do any editing. Uh, terrific. Um, is, is there something that we didn't cover that you feel that you wanted to cover or take us back to the big picture of, like, really why this should matter to our audience of, of uh, 3D tour photographers. Yeah, you know, Dan, I think we, I think we hit on, on kind of most of it earlier on, like where, where we see this as being valuable is, you know, we, we think there's a lot of interest from home buyers and home sellers in having a 3D uh, tour of, of some sort on every listing. Um, you know, I like to tell an anecdote about when my wife and I were, were buying our home, uh, which we did just over a year ago, we went and toured uh, somewhere between 40 and 50 different homes in Seattle. Um, and if, if all of those listings- I'm glad you were not my client. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Um, and if we had had 3D home on all of those, or any kind of 3D tour, right, on all of those listings, we probably could have ruled out 30 of those right off the bat, right? So it's an extremely valuable tool for, for home buyers and home sellers. Um, and their agents who probably didn't want to be spending their weekends with me uh, every single weekend. Um, but, you know, if it's only limited to the, the top 5% of, uh, of homes that are on the market, right, there's a whole bunch of shoppers that are kind of missing out on that. And that's why we really have, have built this, this product and are trying to bring 3D to the masses. Okay, and then I, um, I'll just wrap it up then. I, I, I have just, you know, one big picture thing is this, this to say to, you know, all the We Get Around Network forum community members that are shooting 3D tours, I, I know that many of us would love to have our, our tours that we're already shooting on the Zillow platform. I think that's, you know, beyond talking with Steve and Allison today, let the powers that be have that, have that fight. But I, I would say this is the constraint and that is both good and bad. The, the good news is this is the, this is if you, if you do a Zillow 3D home um, tour, you're likely to double the amount of viewership that, uh, that the tour gets in Zillow. Uh, you're going to help the agent uh, be able to help get the listing be, because they'll be able to talk about Zillow, which many of us would look at first to do any kind of home shopping because the platform is just like way better than any other experience that could possibly be. Uh, so, um, you know, get over it that all the time and money and energy that you've put into buying a platform that you now can't use if you want to be uh, deeply integrated in Zillow is just, uh, you know, get in there and, and learn how to shoot with an iPhone get a rotator once we know what the recommended solution is and 
and do it. And you're going to be able to differentiate yourself as a photographer from all the other photographers who are whining and complaining that, that they can't use their tour on the Zillow platform. And so uh, this is about business and the, the business is, this is the constraint, um, get over it, go create a 3D tour with the, the Zillow 3D home app, uh, differentiate yourself, differentiate your client, make some money. Uh, it's not costing you anything other than your time. Um, you got a chance to see Allison talk a little bit about the, the secret sauce of, of uh, the, the app is actually tr tracking you as you walk from scan to scan. And uh, um, there's, no, there's no agent that's going to figure that out or, or take the time to master it. So you, you already have a competitive advantage. Um, uh, be, before I say bye, if I could just put you each on one camera, we got to do our little uh, our little selfie shot here of a thumbs up because we got to have a little like, yeah, okay, big smile, bigger, bigger. And, and then just say hello each once. It'll hello. change the, it'll change the camera. Hello. Okay, oh. good. That, that'll work. So um, our uh, uh, Steve and Allison, thanks so much for being on the show today. Yeah, thanks so much, Dan. Very much appreciated. Thank you. So you've been watching WGAN-TV Live at 5 on Thursday, February 22nd, 2018. Our guest today, um, uh, Steve Lake with uh, the Zillow Photography Program and Allison Light uh, with the Zillow Group Senior Product Manager. We've been reviewing uh, Zillow 3D Home for Newbies. If you missed any portion of the program, we have recorded it today. It'll be uh, in the We Get Around Network forum uh, uh, by tomorrow, Friday. Thanks again for all tuning in. Thanks again, Steve and Allison. Thanks. Thanks.